You're listening to a Philadelphia Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philadelphia sports experience. Softly, ooh, get them on me, try to crucify me like I'm Jesus, the way she crossed me, I'm too bossy and too thorough to move like a weirdo, on point like an arrow, we started off with zero, now I'm seeing M's, diamonds like water and they jumping out the gym. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode two of Trust the Podcast. We are recording here on opening day of the playoffs where we start with Sixers Nets at 2.30 Eastern today. Uh, I'm here with um, my good friend Curtis and we are here Hello. today. We're here today to talk about um, MVP of the season, favorite moment of the season, any doubts going into the playoffs, and then finally what I think is what everyone's waiting for, our Series 1 predictions uh, versus the Brooklyn Nets. Um, so, Curtis, what's up, man? How you doing? Good, good, Luke. How are you? Are you excited, man? I am. It's the start of the second season. I, it's the start of the playoffs. I could not be any more excited than I currently am. I sent, I sent a, a, I sent our guys at Sixers Nation this morning a message, and I said, um, uh, what did I say? I said, um. I got my breakfast. I've listened to Dreams and Nightmares like five times already, and I have my TJ McConnell shirt on, so I couldn't be any more ready, I don't think. Um, I, this day is an exciting day. We have four basketball games on today, um, which the 76ers will be kicking off the day at 2.30 versus the Brooklyn Nets. Um, so this is going to be a hype game. Um, I know you're going to the game, Curtis. Uh, how excited are you for that? I'm super excited. I mean, this is why you buy season tickets. This is why you you know you spend so much money on merchandise. I mean, yes, it is for the previous 82 games as well, as well as all the draft picks, as well as you know the trades. But the next 16 games, this is what it's all about. It's all about who can be playing into late May into June. Who can be that? Who can be the king of the the, the, the king of the mountain, so to speak? You know, this is this is not to sound cliche, but this is what Sam Hinkie died for. <laughs> you know, quote unquote. You know, Rest let, in peace. let the games begin and let the best team win it. Hopefully, in the end, it's really absolutely, absolutely. Um, alrighty, so we're gonna start off here um, with our with our MVP of the season, um, and I think, <laughs> and I think for for anyone listening. Um, I think we're all going to share um, the same opinion on MVP. Um, I think we all have no doubt that our MVP of the season was definitely um, uh, Joel Embiid. <laughs> um, Without a doubt, it's uh, Joel Embiid. Uh, how could you not pick the guy? Uh, he, and, and, and then, honestly, in my eyes, he was not getting a lot of love. Uh, from the national media on the MVP front, all you really heard about was Giannis and James Harden, and you know, right? So they they did have stellar seasons. Yes. But I mean, Joel Embiid had a great season in himself. Uh, he is definitely the, the leader of this team. You know, with even with the uh with the new additions of Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris, this team is Joel Embiid's team. I don't care who we get. I, you know. Even if uh, we get another, uh, that would be awesome if we could get another superstar. But even if we get another superstar, it's still Joel Embiid's team. It's going to be Joel Embiid's team until he's not on this team anymore. Absolutely. And, I mean, 
he's the he's the team's MVP for the next ten years at least. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, definitely. Um, Joel Embiid. Uh, this season has averaged twenty-seven point five points per game, thirteen point six rebounds per game. Um, our seven foot two center is averaging a forty-eight percent shoot from the field goal, thirty percent from three, and eighty percent from the line. Um, if that doesn't tell you how he's been playing, then I don't, I don't really know what does. Um, he's been—you've seen the games that we've played without him, how just affected this team is. Because, yeah, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it sucks to say, but a lot of times there's times where they look lost without him because he's he's the guy that brings everything together, and he's just the guy that makes this team who it is. Um, but, yeah, um, obviously for this sake we're talking about the MVP of the Sixers team. Um, but I think in general, Curtis, I didn't know, we didn't really talk about this before, but I want to know who, who who is your overall overall NBA MVP of of uh, the season here. Sorry. Well, without without being biased, um, uh, I'm actually gonna give it. Honestly, it, I, if I if it was up to me, if I had a vote, I wouldn't give it to Giannis or James Harden. I'd actually give it to Russell Westbrook. All right. I mean, I know people say he's a, you know, a, uh, he's overrated. He's a stat sheet stuffer. But this dude is simply incredible. I know a lot of Sixer fans don't like him. And, yeah. You know, I, right? he's, he is my most hated player in the have, NBA. But don't have the greatest relationship. But when the guy steps on the basketball court, he takes it to the next level. Third mm-hmm. straight season of averaging a triple-double. Uh, not too long ago, you know, he dedicated a, a game to the late Nipsey Hustle where he had 20, 20, 20, uh, that, which that was, was insane. I that mean, that's stuff you do on like NBA 2K. Um, <laughs> the, the, the guy's just phenomenal. Um, putting bias aside, I would definitely just, you know, third, like I said, I mean, it's hard to, I'm a big facts guy, big numbers guy. It's hard to argue the third straight year of average, averaging a triple double. I mean, to do it once is insane, to do it twice is just. It, it's just insane it, again in a third straight year. Like, I mean, yeah. you can't argue that. Like, the, I mm-hmm. mean, like I said, Sixer fans are probably not gonna like this, but the dude's a, a monster. He's, you know, he's just something we haven't seen before in a player. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and Luke, wait, look, not to cut you off. Luke's probably like, "What, Russell? What? Are you kidding, dude? Like, they're gonna torch us?" No, <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. I think I've talked to Curtis before. Um. I respect that because Russell Westbrook is my most hated player in the NBA. Um, but no, it's not, it's not without a question that three straight seasons averaging a triple double, that just doesn't happen. Um, and with, um, with the thunder holding the six seed right now, um, you tend to forget almost not even forget, but you just notice that you have Russell Westbrook averaging a triple double. And then you have a guy at the small forward that's averaging 28 points a game for them in Paul George. And this is true. I don't know how, what your opinion is on Paul George, but this is absolutely, in my opinion, I think his best season ever by far with 28 points per game, 8.2 rebounds and four assists. Um, he's been shooting the lights out this season. Um and to have those two on a team in Oklahoma going up against the Trailblazers in the first round, um, there that's definitely a uh, potential upset there in the OKC 
Portland series. Um, um, here's the here's my thing with Paul George. I mean, he did have a career year, but I just go back to all those years at Indiana. It was just like, yeah. uh, like I, I wanted him to be that guy. Yeah, I and, and you know. I mean, maybe it did take a change of scenery, you know, different coaching styles, different team. Who knows what it was? But it was just like he never could get them over the hump. Now, I mean, granted, he was going up against, like, one of the greatest super teams ever in the Miami Heat. But it was just like, ah, like, come on, Paul. Like, you just, like, take over, like, how I know you can. Show that killer instinct. And he did it this year. Yeah. He did. But at the same, I mean, he did it against the Sixers uh, on our home court. I'll never forget that. <laughs> yes, he did. But at the same time, I mean, three straight triple doubles averaging in a, in, for your, like, yeah. for, it, it, that's just, I mean, you can't take that away from the guy. Um, I, I, like I said, I'm not trying to be, I'm, I'm not trying to be biased because, I mean, if it was up to me, honestly, I would give it to Joel Embiid. But. Overall, I'm still gonna pick, pick with my pick and give it to uh, Westbrook. But right. you make a you do make a fair point in Paul George because uh, about halfway through the season, I was like, "Yo, he is really he's really turning up this season. Like he's a force." Yeah. Like, where was this before, Paul? Yeah, yeah, I, uh, absolutely. Yeah, obviously, um, Russell Westbrook's not my favorite person. Um, <laughs> obviously, but no, he's <laughs> absolutely been playing insane basketball. Um. You just you just don't see that. Like, has that ever been done before? I'm assuming it has been. Do you know if that's ever been um, done before? Three triple doubles in. Well, I, I didn't hear the question. I'm sorry. Um, three years in a row, averaging a triple double. Uh, no, I I I believe he's the first to ever first, do it. Yeah, that's 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 insane, man. Um, so big shout out to Russell, even though you know you're not our favorite player. But you deserve the credit. How, <laughs> how good he's been playing. While we're on the topic of most hated player, my most hated player in the league is probably Marcus Smart. I love that. Just, I love that. Just <laughs> yeah, he's he's definitely turned into that after the last alteration. And speaking of that, we did beat the Boston Celtics like we we were hoping for in the first episode. So that's that was like half that was like half of our conversation in the first yeah. episode, and it finally happened. Um, I will say this: I do want Marcus Smart to get healthy. That way, if we do meet the uh, Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals, you know, oh, absolutely, won't have any excuses. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because obviously, you know, the Sixers-Celtics matchup is, I believe, the biggest rivalry in all of in all of basketball um, right now. Absolutely. Um, so. I'm hoping, yeah. If we if we match up to them, I genuinely am hoping that they that he's he's ready to play again. Now, I don't I I don't know to be completely honest, but um, I'm hoping so. So, <laughs> so we're gonna move on to um, our favorite moment from the season, Curtis. If you wanna, I'm pretty sure I know what what uh, you're gonna um, go with here. But if my favorite moment from this past season, without a doubt is uh, the Jimmy Butler acquisition. Because it was one of those moments where it just completely came out of nowhere. I mean, you, you see a lot of the trolls on Twitter saying, oh, you know, this this trade works on 2K, da 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 da, da this, that, and the third. Oh, it'll be, you know, you see the memes of Jimmy Butler in a Sixer jersey. And, you know, yeah, the, you, you entertain the idea. But 
I was a funny story. I was actually in the barber shop, and when he got traded, everybody knows I'm a big Sixer fan. I'm a, you know, I, I'm Mister Sixer to my friends. That's what they call me. <laughs> so my phone is like buzzing, and I'm like, what is going on? Like, is, was like something happened in the world? Was, like someone in trouble? Someone in trouble. So I read, I pulled my phone out of my pocket, and my buddy texted me. He was like, "Yo, is it true about Jimmy Butler coming to Philly?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> Literally, as I look up from my phone, I see a, they have a they actually have a ticker on their TV in the barbershop. And it just comes across the screen that the, the watch, uh, the Adrian Wojnarowski tweet that uh, Elton Brand has agreed to send, Darn you know, man. a package deal in, in exchange for Jimmy Butler. Yeah. When I tell you I jumped up out of that chair in mid like haircut. <laughs> It was like the great. I'm like, yo, it's all worth it. I literally <laughs> shouted and screamed like a church, like a church choir member, for about a solid ninety seconds. Yeah, you would have thought like we just clinched like the division or like we won the NBA championship. Like the 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 smile on the face of my heart as a Sixer fan was like nothing in recent memory. It was just like, and it just took me back to that ten and seventy two season, and I'm like, yo. It really was all worth it. Absolutely. Like, if we can win a championship with this dude, with the players that we have, it was all worth. Like, if we haven't had a player who was just a natural, natural baller, like Jimmy Butler, since Iverson, since that, that, you know, who had that relationship with the crowd. Yeah, we we have Embiid, but you still need that that rough around the edges, that rough around the edges player, that player who can really, really connect, you know, with the fans. And you know we had we like I said we had that with uh, indeed, but to get that kind of player in a in a Jimmy Butler type, who's just a natural scorer who can take over a game, close games out as we've seen, he's done it against Brooklyn, he's done it against Charlotte, he did it you know recently against uh, Miami. So stop. So you know that that was probably the highlight moment for me. Absolutely. Second on the list was the was the the end of the Markel Fultz saga because like I said that was just one big breath of fresh air. We're like, ah, it's finally over. Like, you know, whether he plays or not, it's not it's not in our hands anymore. I you know we wish the kid luck, but that was probably that was like the Sixers version of like General Hospital or Days of Our Lives. It was just <laughs> one. It, it was just one yeah. excuse after the other. I'm like, dude, just get a lifetime contract. At this that's point that's one of the best movie about it. That's one of the best things I've heard in a while. Uh, <laughs> what about you, man? What was your, uh, what was your um, highlight moment? On that note of Jimmy Butler, I, th- I don't know if you saw the, the video tweeted by um, Bleacher Report, but Jimmy Butler was in the gym at 9.30 this morning for a 2.30 game. You know um, what? Uh, getting... the, the, uh, the great people over at Sixers Nation actually just retweeted it, and it came to my phone. Yeah. So shout out to our buddies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um uh, highlight of the season. Um, definitely Jimmy Butler. Um, another thing on that note, um, you had a pretty cool story. I think mine's actually pretty cool too. Um, I got, I got box the day of the Jimmy Butler trade. I got box seats for the flyers day game that day. Um, from one of my friends, his like mom won it through some like, um, gift bag thing. I didn't have to pay a dime for these box seats. It was, it was amazing. Um, nice. so I'm walking up to the stadium and I get a buzz on my phone and I'm outside of Wells Fargo center and I look at my phone and it says, 
Elton Brand agrees to send a package deal, blah, 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 for Jimmy Butler. And I just stood there. I legit, when I, when I tell you, I just stood there. I stood there for probably three minutes and just, why, like, what is happening? Like, what just happened? How did this happen? Why am I here when this happened? And then you saw it went to everyone. And Curtis, I, I will put this on anything. I, everyone got the ESPN notification at the same time. And I promise you, when I say this, I saw 30 different people throw their hands up in the air at the same time. It was amazing. It was amazing. And then we all just started screaming. We're like, Jimmy Papa. It was insane. Um, Definitely, arguably one of the, that's my, my highlight moment from the season for me, but arguably one of my biggest Philly sports moments ever. Um, But another, another big thing from the season for me um, was definitely the introduction of the trade with the Clippers with um, Tobias Harris, Boban Marjanovic and Mike Scott. Um, I was actually at that game. Um, My girlfriend got me tickets for Christmas just for that game. And not me even thinking that that was the first game after the trade deadline. So I, I put two and two together like four days before. I was like, oh, man, I might get some new people at this game. And then the trade happened, and I was like, oh, man, this is going to be great. Um, so, yeah, that was just just the the atmosphere of those of that um, those introductions was unmatched anywhere, anywhere in the world, unmatched. Um, and then another big thing for me would definitely be um, a little off topic from the Sixers, but more related to the Phillies, uh, the, um, Bryce Harper ringing the bell at the game. Um, cause you obviously, know, obviously everyone, I'm actually, I'm actually not, not to cut you off. I'm actually kind of angry. They did that. Really? I want to tell you why. Cause I thought it would be kind of cool to have Bryce Harper ring the bell today. I was thinking that too, actually. So then I'm like, well, if he did it then who's going to do it today? Cause up until then, the best bell, the best bell ringing uh, crowd pop, we'll call it, that I was a part of, was last was uh, in last year's playoffs against Boston when Nick Foles rung the uh, bell. Yeah, that, and I do have to say one of the biggest ones. I wasn't there, but one of the biggest ones I remember was Joel Embiid walking out with the suit and the mask on. I was at that game. I'm, yeah, that was yeah, – yeah, I think that was louder. That was That was loud. <laughs> that was really well, loud. Well, because it was reported that he wasn't actually going to be at the game and the fact that he had the suit and the mask on. And then he just, just like, walked so out dope. and he just walked out with that black mask on. And it just oh, – well, I will man. tell you this. Um, a, I, I, can't, I, I cannot guarantee this, but a buddy has told me that he he has a he has strong strong sources who have told him that there's a good chance that the bell ringer at well, maybe not today's game but at one game is going to be Sam Hinkie. Oh my gosh! Now, if that does happen, I feel you'll burn on the ground. Uh, <laughs> you might as well just implode the, the Wells Fargo Center with everyone inside. You might as well just. Going- you might as well take the roof off before we blow it off ourselves. 
There's but, no. You know, like I said, don't quote me on that. Oh no, he does. we won't. He does everyone, everyone listening to this, don't quote him on that. No, no quotes. <laughs> he does work for the Sixers. He um, he's been telling me this for like two or three weeks now. So you know, we will see. We'll see. You know, things, um, stranger things have happened. Well, that's awesome. Um, well, that would be uh, that would be <laughs> that would be a memory to say the least. Um, Luke, Luke can't even concentrate now. He's like, "What?" I'm, co- I'm, I'm, I'm like in a deep stare right now, just literally talking, thinking about <laughs> it. All right. Um, okay. Um, so another thing I want to talk about today um, is any doubts going into the playoffs, um, because obviously last year's playoffs didn't end how we wanted them to, um, with the loss to Boston five. Um, but we, me and Curtis, well, were, me I and mean, Curtis were talking earlier about how how just heartbreaking that that last game was last year um, in Bo- or was it in Boston? Yeah, it was it was in Boston when Embiid didn't um, didn't get the foul and just fell to the ground. And then the it wasn't even it 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 wasn't even the missed shot that got me. It was just the face that Embiid made that just. He just it's almost like he accepted failure at that point. And that was one of the most heartbreaking things that I've genuinely ever seen. Um it I was, mean, you, you brought that up, so I actually did go on YouTube and look at look at his face. It's, and yeah, I basically got that same vibe. It's, it's like where he almost you know, succumbed to the succumbed to defeat. He realized he, he 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 I truly believe in that video he said we are not we we just we can't beat them right now. Like I genuinely believe that's what he was thinking, and that's nothing is a worse feeling than that. I mean, nothing is a worse feeling than that, but also that can be very humbling because it teaches you, you know, what you have to work on in your game. Absolutely. Um, one of the doubt, I I really do have a few doubts, and um, Sixer fans are not going to like me after I say this, but <laughs> I'm I'm a realistic I'm a realistic fan, and for the you know, it's the bench. <laughs> It's can we handle D'Angelo Russell? It's can we handle Spencer Dinwiddie? It's can we stop the next three-point shooting? Is Ben Simmons, you know, going to flip it on like a light switch and actually take some jump shots? Is Joel Embiid going to play? And if he does play, is he going to play, you know, up to par? Is the bench going to show up? There are, you know, I, I have my doubts. Um, Spencer, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie and D'Angelo Russell have, you know, picked us apart in games past. Uh, now, excusing that last game where they held Spencer Dinwiddie scoreless the whole second half, um, and you know that that was the last time we played them. That's when we did have that solid that that starting five with Jimmy Butler, Tobias, Ben, Embiid, and JJ, and you know we smoked them. But for the for the most part, Brooklyn even even last season they they play us tough. They match up with us well. Um, and like I told you, you know, before we got on the air, I was talking to a buddy of mine, you know. He is a Celtics fan, so he's more worried about the Pacers than this matchup. But we were just talking yesterday, and he asked me honestly, you know, looking at the uh, the Eastern Conference matchups, who, you know, who do you have, who 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 can uh, upset, you know, a top seed? And I'm like, honestly, it's Brooklyn over us. And he kind of looked at me, he was like, you're, you're you know, you're picking Brooklyn over your team. I'm like, no, my allegiance is to Philly. I would pick Philly against anybody any day of the week. But looking at it realistically, I mean, if Joel Embiid doesn't play oh today. Gosh, oh. This is 
a good chance, you know, based off how we've played the last two weeks, we don't win this game. Um, and like I said, if we go to Brooklyn for game three and they have home court and the series is split, this is Brooklyn's first time in the playoffs in a long time. That crowd is going to be crazy. And I don't know if anybody has actually ever been to the Barclays. I've been to a few games there. That arena is small, and those fans are on top of you, and they are passionate. Don't get it twisted by any means. Your Brooklyn going to Brooklyn is not easy, and mm-hmm. come playoffs, it's a whole nother season. So I have my doubts. I, I just really my, my main my number one doubt is bench. If our if our bench can produce and you know take the load off some of our starters and hit some effective shots, um. Not only Joel Embiid's injury, but I mean, have we heard anything on James Ennis and if he's going to play? Because at times he's he's been the sole scorer off the bench in a couple of games, um, where you know we we haven't gotten any bench production. And you look at the the stat sheet, and we have fifteen bench points, and they're all from him. Yeah, um, I have not seen anything on James Ennis, um, but yeah, absolutely. Um, doubts are a big thing right now. Um, Cause obviously, like, yeah, you have your games where you don't play all your guys, but the games where you just don't play one guy, like, like if if you just take Jimmy out and you're playing like the Bulls, or that's not a specific example, but just like if if you take Ben out for a game and you play like an under five hundred team, like you should still win those games. Um, yeah, and without a doubt, and we don't, and that's the thing, and that's that's obviously that's scary because. That if Joel Embiid doesn't play today, there's a good chance we could get smoked today. And I hate to say that. I I wish I didn't have to say that. But if Joel Embiid doesn't play today, there's a good chance we could get blown out today. And I don't think it's going to happen. I genuinely don't. But there's all there's always that chance because we've seen it happen. We've lost. Who, who did we lose by? By 30 that one time without Embiid. I'm, I'm going to find it. Um, who was it? Who was it? We lost. Didn't we lose? To, didn't we lose to Orlando by twenty without him? Yes. 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 March twenty. Yeah, it was my birthday. I remember that. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I, I specifically remember that. Joel Embiid and Jimmy Butler both didn't play, and we lost by twenty to the Orlando Magic. Which I mean, the Magic—they're a playoff team, but it's still you know, scary. You know what I was thinking of when you said thirty? It was that that last road game, uh, the final the final home game uh, for Dwayne Wade. And That's what I it actually, was. I, I actually turned to that game, and it was like the beginning of the third, uh, beginning of the fourth quarter, and we were losing sixty to ninety. That's what it was. Yes, and I, was, I immediately just turned. The that channel. that was the yeah. night of the. I believe that was the night of the Hoskins go ahead two run homer. Or no, that because that was your birthday. Yeah, that that wasn't it. Um, it was something though. It was some some there there was some good Phillies game that night, and I remember turning that Sixers game on, and I. That's the quickest I've ever turned off a Sixers game. I think. Um, it was the next, no. It was it wasn't a two run home because that was Sunday game. Right? Yeah. It was the next game where he hit. He was. It was like the fourth time in his career where he hit back. He had two home runs in the game. Yes, that's what it was. Um, yeah, the hundred and twenty two to ninety nine loss in Miami. Um, <laughs> that's rough, man. That's I, really bad. I couldn't. I didn't. I didn't know who had the ball. I literally looked at the score. And immediately just change the channel. I'm like, I'm yeah. not watching. It. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, that that was definitely a, a 
very rough loss um, that night. But um, I think I think um, these games are definitely going to have a little more hype around it um, because obviously last year Embiid didn't play at the beginning of the series in the Heat series. Did Embiid play? What he what he missed? Game one, two, and three. Uh, he didn't play game one. He played game two. No, he didn't play. Uh, I think he debuted game... in Miami. He, yeah, he, de- he debuted in Miami. Cause, the uh, mask. I, I remember that picture of him in the mask holding up the, like, shush finger. Yes, I have that picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his debut. That was he, his um, debut. He actually struggled to start that game. He, first he half, he only had, like, six or seven yeah, points. Yeah, I remember that. And then um, in the fourth quarter, he just unloaded yeah, on Yeah, because he was used to it. It was beautiful. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, so there's obviously doubts, um, but I think this team is capable of overcoming any of those doubts because we've seen how they how they've played. Um, we've seen what they can do. We've seen them beat Golden State. We've seen them beat Milwaukee. We've seen them beat Boston. Um, so this team this team can beat anyone in the league. That I I can say that without a doubt. It's just will everyone come to play? what's going to happen on the other side of the ball with Brooklyn and can we just rise above all the hate and all the doubt and all the Ben Simmons can't shoot and all the Joel Embiid just is injury prone right now and all that stuff. Um, See, the, the, the thing, the thing about Ben Simmons not being able to shoot, it's, it's an issue during the season, but it becomes an even greater issue in the playoffs because the game slows down so yes, much. Yes. Like, people hate when I say this, but it, once again, I'm realistic. Ben Simmons in transition is is a is, is an all-star. Oh, absolutely. He, he's, you know, in, in, in transition, he, he's unstoppable. When he's aggressive going to the rim, you can't – there's nope. very little you can do. Can't ben Simmons it. in a half-court offense is – is, it's some. It's like putting me out there sometimes. It's like, it's like my, dude, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Are you gonna shoot? Like, they're fifteen feet away from you. <laughs> even if you, even if you like shot a floater, dude, do something. Don't just look to pass the ball. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely yeah, it's definitely. I don't think it's so much of an issue. Um, I mean, it is obviously, but. I I th- I definitely think we saw that last year because there was times in the playoffs last year in the Boston series where you'd have you'd have Kyrie out there or you'd have Rozier out there and they'd they'd play fifteen feet off of Ben and he couldn't do anything because he can't shoot. So I don't know how that's gonna play out. I obviously hope he'll take. He's definitely been taking more jump shots this year than last year, which is good. Um. But he still, he still needs to, he needs to gain that shot confidence definitely, because um, it's definitely going to be needed. Even though we say like, oh, everyone else can do the shooting, it, it doesn't work like that. If you're starting, if you're starting, yeah, if your starting point guard can't pull up for a twenty-five foot jump shot, that's that's going to eventually be a problem with teams that know how to match up and know how to play good defense because they'll take advantage of that and use that to their advantage. Oh, man. Um, it's, like, so hard to think about. Like it's, I hate it. I'm just – I'm, I'm getting more and more excited, though, oh, as, the, as the minutes dwindle down. I'm, I'm so like, excited. We're about – 11 o'clock yet? Is it time to go? We're about three and a half hours – 
from game time here. It's 11 o'clock Eastern. Uh, we've been live here so, for so about let me 35 ask you this. minutes. What's up? Um, if Joel does not play today, who do you look to to carry this team to a win? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler? Okay. Absolutely. And, it, and, like, and I don't know what you're who who you're looking for but i genuinely think jimmy butler is the most important player of the game today and i'm going to make a bold statement i think jimmy butler is the most important player today whether joel Embiid plays or not because, i was actually going to say the exact same because yes Jimmy but we've said all season when Jimmy Butler has had a bad game, oh, just wait for playoff Jimmy. Because you know we've said that all season. We've said that all season. Oh, wait for playoff Jimmy. When he when he when he goes four for ten from the field or something, wait for playoff Jimmy, whole snap out of it. Jimmy Butler is gonna go out today and he is gonna ball. And I guarantee it. I I wouldn't be surprised if Jimmy Butler put up 30 today. That's how bold I'm going right now. Jimmy Butler's going to put up 30 like points that. today. I like that. I like that pick. Um, and I actually wholeheartedly agree with everything you just said. I feel like Jimmy Butler. Um, this is this is his moment. Not, no, no, no disrespect to you know Tobias Harris, who I think could also have a great game. Oh, absolutely. But. This is Jimmy Butler's stage right now. Like, yeah. I mean, they're, yes, they're both in contract years. They, you know, they they both have solid roles on this team. But when you talk about someone who could just completely take over a game, and no matter if you got one, two, or even three guys playing him tough, he's going to make that pass. He's going to hit that shot. See, there's a difference between guys like, like Tobias Harris to hit a shot. And you'll be like, oh man, he's hot. Jimmy Butler will hit shots to take the whole morale down <laughs> on the opposing team. I mean, from because you know, especially if he hits a big time shot to end a run or to end a quarter, he's gonna have he's gonna talk, he's gonna have something to say. Oh, he's you gonna know, talk to the so opposing much. team. He's gonna talk so much crap tonight. <laughs> and the, and and the, this is the thing. If if he's doing that. And Embiid is playing. Embiid's gonna want to match that. He, th- that energy, that you know, it, it's gonna be something to watch in a couple of hours. <laughs> now, if Embiid doesn't play, hopefully Tobias can step up and be that second, you know, that second go-to guy. But I have to agree. I, I, I feel like Jimmy Butler, especially being the first home playoff game in Philly, especially being in the gym at 9 a.m. You know, he, he's going to look to go off. I mean, if he, if he drops 30, 35, and, you know, with two minutes left, we're up 20, and he's getting subbed out, expect a huge ovation oh, oh for man. this man. It's place is, place is going to go insane. Curtis, I'm expecting I mean, to hear I, you on my TV. I want to hear you on my TV. What is that? I said I want to hear you on my TV. Scream. Oh, you most certainly, you most <laughs> certainly will. I, like – uh, I'm actually mad I didn't do it. I usually do, I usually take props to the playoff game. Um, <laughs> last year I did a me and my buddy we did Captain America shields. I think this year I'm gonna do like red, white, and blue afros. <laughs> uh, probably do a little face paint. You know, nothing too crazy. Nah, but you you gotta go a little <laughs> overboard for it. It's the playoffs. 
this is the like playoffs, so we, we, we got to take it up a notch. Like Absolutely. I said, I did buy matching sneakers to go with my jersey, but that's, that's something awesome. I always do. That's awesome. Just to, you know, I'm just, I just like to be coordinated like that. Oh, yeah. Um, My son, Drew, he's going with me. Yes, my son is uh four years old. Yes, that's who you hear talking in the background right now, by the way, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he wants to, Um, he's actually currently playing with the uh, baseball that I caught on my birthday from uh, Bryce Harper. Uh, he's actually been playing with it a lot more than I have. I'm trying to keep it nice and, you know, <laughs> nice and nice and dirty with all the grass stains, and he just wants to throw it around the house. But it's all good. He's, he's uberly excited to go to this game today. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. What a great experience. In four years of life, he's probably been to more secret games than I have. That's, that's, <laughs> a, that's amazing. Probably been to more than I have, too. Um, <laughs> All righty. Um, so we we put a question out on our Twitter, uh, which uh, you can follow us at Sixers Nation Pod on Twitter. Uh, and we asked, we got one fan interaction here from at Bobby Skinner NFL, and we don't we don't need to spend that much time on this, but I just think it's just funny. I, th- I thought it should be read. Uh, he 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 says, "Ready for that curb stomping?" <laughs> um, Wait, what did say? He said, "Ready for that curb stomping?" Question mark. So, <laughs> I, I hope I hope that's what I'm hoping for, um, Bobby. Um, thank you, thank you for interacting with us on Twitter. Thanks for being active, uh, and we hope to see more questions from you guys in the future. Um, so curb, our last curb stomping. Curb stomping. <laughs> um, so our last topic here is just going to be a little quick one. Um, series one predictions. Curtis, do you want to take it away? Six series one predictions. Oh man, see this is tough. I usually go game by game. I don't like whole series predictions. But um, series prediction for this game, like I said, um, for uh, a safe bet is I'm not gonna say sweep. Or how about I'm this? Gonna... How about this? Let's let's do the first three games. First three games instead of the whole series, because hopefully we'll have another episode out before the end of the series and. That's when we'll finish the series. So we'll do first three games. All right. First, first three games. Um, uh, I say we win today. Game one. No, I, I don't think the Sixers are going to let us down. First home playoff game of the yeah, series. No. First game. Yeah, first, no. first home playoff game of the year. Um, I'm gonna go with a score of 125 to 98. <laughs> I love I'm, it. I'm calling. I'm calling it right now. Jimmy Butler drops at least 30. All right. Bold. Tobias and JJ are going to follow up with 20 points each. Threes. Just cash in. Ben will flirt with a triple-double. If Joel Embiid plays, he gets the triple-double. Okay. If Joel Embiid Embiid plays, Joel Embiid, I'm I'm not going to say it'll be a bad game, but he'll flirt with that 17-point to 28-point range. And it'll be a quiet game. 17 20. Yeah, because even if he does play, he probably won't play a ton. He won't play his normal yeah. minutes. Um, so, well, all right, so tell you this. game one. Uh, I don't think Brooklyn is built for a playoff road game. Yes, they beat us in the they beat us in Philly in the season, but Philadelphia is not an easy place to come into. So, I'm gonna say, you know. I'm gonna say they, they. With that being said, they're gonna to lose today, but I think I think they steal one on Monday. I think they steal one on Monday, 
Okay. And then we go to Brooklyn and beat them. So I say we'll by the end of game three, we'll own the series two one. Okay. I like that. Um little fun fact here. Uh Brooklyn Nets have played us at home, I believe, twice. Twice at home. Uh let me confirm that. Twice. Twice at home, yeah. We've We've beaten them once, uh, 123-110, and then they've beaten us 127-124. That was in December. Um, just a quick little um, note there. But um, first three games, um, I'm, I'm with Curtis 100%. Sixers, Sixers win today. Um, Sixers do win today. Uh, I'm going to go with 125-103. Uh, 125, 103, oh. Jimmy Butler drops 34 points. Uh, JJ and JJ shoots the lights out. Tobias just follows right behind him. Um, I feel like there's going to be a little Mike Scott trash talking in this game, which I'm hoping for. There's, there's nothing better than a little Mike Scott trash talking. Um, and I think the Sixers take this one pretty easily today. Um, I think they're just there's just gonna be so much hype around this game, all the Sixers hype videos and all that all that jazz. Um, uh, so yeah, I believe Sixers take game one. I also believe Sixers take game two on Monday, not Monday on Tuesday. Yeah, Monday. Uh, Monday at eight o'clock in Philly. I do believe the Sixers take that one. I think that one will be a little more close because the Nets will start to realize how to play in Philly in the playoffs, maybe. Um, I think we'll win that game 115 to 107. I'll give him that. Um, I'll give a pretty, like, eight-point game, that is, I believe. Um, I think that'll be a big game from Embiid if he plays. I think that'll be a big game. I think Ben will have a triple-double that game. Um, and then I think we'll go to Brooklyn on Thursday, and I think we'll lose a close one. Um, I think it'll be probably about pretty low scoring, maybe, um, maybe like a one or not really low, I guess like an average, uh, maybe about like a one Oh, one Oh eight, one Oh five type of game. Maybe, um, I think Brooklyn's just going to keep fighting. I think they're going to, their, their home crowd there. We've obviously talked about them earlier. Um, I think they'll take game three, uh, on on Thursday. So we'll finish off the first three games with a two and one record with another game coming up on Saturday, the 20th in Brooklyn at three o'clock. Um, so Curtis, um, anything else before we say, before, uh, you get heading over to the stadium today for, uh, for opening, for opening game. I just want to say that this is the calm before the storm. Uh, playoff basketball is unlike anything else. I've been to playoff hockey games. I've had the privilege of going to a playoff Eagles game. I've got the privilege to see the Phillies play the Cardinals in the NLDS. There is something special about the city of Philadelphia. And the fact that the city is ex- with this team, this Sixers team, you know, after years of rebuilding, after years of being the laughing stock, after years of just being downright 
bad. Mm-hmm. Like not to the point, like not even looking like an NBA team. Wanting a season to be over. <laughs> Wanting the season to be over. Winning ten games. The highlight of the season is the draft lottery. Today at two thirty, for anyone in attendance, anyone sitting in front of a TV, give it all you got. I mean, yell as loud as you can. Feed our guys this energy. It's sixteen. Ga- we are sixteen games away from winning an NBA championship. I know that's a, a heavy task. I know we have our doubts, but there's still games to be played. We can sit here and talk for the next four hours on this podcast, and it's not oh, going to change. But I could talk all day, right through the game. <laughs> we, could, we could talk. It's not going to change. Right am I saying we're going to? Am I saying we're going to go sixteen and zero? No. Nah. Am I? You know. But I have. Uh, this team, the confidence that I have in this team is way higher than I had last year. Absolutely. I mean, if we lose in the if we lose in the first two rounds, to me this season was a failure. Oh. If you know, I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm satisfied with getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm satisfied with calling out of work in June for a parade down Broad Street. <laughs> I'm satisfied with Joel Embiid completing the process. I'm satisfied with, you know, running out the Models, getting a championship T-shirt, getting a championship hat. Oh, I can't wait. And, and uh, for all my 21 and older friends, downing cans of Landshark and uh, <laughs> champagne. So with that being said, 10-9-8, you guys know the reps. Let's go Sixers. Let's go, man. That's going to wrap it up for today. Um, thank you guys for joining us. Curtis, thank you for joining me here. Uh, once again, you can follow us on Twitter at Sixers Nation Pod. You can follow us on Facebook, and you can also follow our main Sixers Nation Twitter at uh, PHL Sixers Nation on Twitter. Uh, we'll be coming out with a new episode probably after Game Three. Be expecting that. Keep following us on Twitter. Keep following the Sixers, and as we say, keep trust in that process. See you guys. Softly, ooh, get him on me, try to crucify me like I'm Jesus, the way she crossed me, I'm too bossy and too thorough, the move like a weirdo, on point like an arrow, we started off with zero, now I'm seeing M's, diamonds like water and they